Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. 
If you'd like to contact the show, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. You'll also find my personal Facebook account, Ryan Gable, R-Y-A-N. And then the same as the email, G-A-B-L-E. And of course, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Or visit the network website, thefringe.fm. It will all link back to our website at thesecretteachings.info where you'll find our show archive, top news, and more. This week we've been talking quite a bit about theoretical concepts. Looking at mysterious objects in the solar system according to astronomers 19, as a matter of fact kind of reminds us of COVID-19 or kind of reminds us of the 19 hijackers from 9-11 if you want to look at things in terms of significant events that redesign, that reshape society and culture and civilization. And then last night we talked a little bit about not so much time travel, but just the concept of time because these scientists in Antarctica, and this happened back in 2016, much like the 19 centaurs that have supposedly been orbiting one of them retrograde around Jupiter and in between Jupiter and Neptune. They discover that in 2015, supposedly, and these are interstellar, just like Oumuamua and 21 Borisov, which is pumping out like carbon uh, dioxide, very strange, meaning that it came from somewhere else, according to the scientists and the people that are reporting this. But This stuff from Antarctica, and no, I don't mean blue rooster robot chickens or any of that garbage. Uh, This is an interesting story that we talked about last night because the scientists in 2016 that were working on a project in Antarctica, they were trying to find like high energy particles that, and they suspected they were going to be coming down from above. And it turns out they were coming up through the, through the ground, through the ice. And so it led them not through initial investigation of the evidence or the data, I should say. But when they went back and looked at the data, they determined that the only explanation was that there was some kind of reversal in terms of time and, uh, you know, the universe. So they suspect that this other universe, this other or dimension, this other dimension parallel to ours, time moves backwards. And so we kind of looked at the idea that if our future, our present, our past is all linked together, maybe deja vu can be explained by this parallel world where their future is really, by our perception, the past, and their future links to our past through the present to the future. It kind of creates a loop. So we called the show Mobius, like the Mobius strip, Mobius Dick. You know, we're searching for that great white whale, that unifying equation or idea or concept in physics. And I talked a little bit about how quantum mechanics, quantum entanglement, this, this theoretical and somewhat, I guess you could say, non-theoretical approach to obser- observation, observing the, the universe, the, the physical world, you know, elementary particles that the idea of quantum mechanics is that you have 
particles that can exist in different states depending upon how they're viewed. The viewer changes the particle or the wave and that they can exist in different places at once. Or, you know, it's the same particle existing in two places at once. And, you know, we're made of these particles, so we should be able to basically biolocate, be in two places at, at once, project ourselves somewhere else. So the idea of parallel dimensions comes into play. But it also might explain paranormal occurrences. I suggested that it might explain A-ports and D-ports where objects appear or objects disappear. And I, and I kind of joked about how in our world, in our dimension, you know, socks tend to go, go missing from the dryer. Maybe in another dimension, this parallel dimension, they put 10 socks in, they get 13 socks out. We put 10 socks in, we get 7 socks out. You know, in this other world, maybe they're getting more socks as opposed to us losing socks. It was just a silly little idea that I was thinking about. But the, 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 the idea, the point is, and the point was to last night's show, kind of thinking about how the most theoretical, the most groundbreaking, the most successful, people define it different ways. I'm not a proponent of any particular definition, but the most, the most out there scientific theory, theoretical physics, quantum mechanics, and all this is kind of like the most extreme of the mainstream scientific community. And it's typically perceived that the very opposite end of that spectrum is the fringe, the paranormal, things like that. But if you link the two together, they're part of the same spectrum, just like hot and cold. At what point does hot become cold and cold become hot? It's all part of the same spectrum of temperature. Same thing with light and darkness and too dark, it becomes completely void of light like a black hole. But So it's on a spectrum. And I think if you link those two things together, you have what we would define as being credible scientific explanations for otherwise abnormal events. I, I think most of you could, could either see or most of you who probably are into the quote-unquote paranormal, you understand what, what I'm saying. Well, if we're thinking about other dimensions and we're thinking about deja vu and we're thinking about perhaps beings from other dimensions, from other worlds, obviously people might dismiss the, the hypothesis or the theory that our existence is restricted to our existence and there is nothing beyond that existence. Of course, quantum mechanics, theoretical physics suggests that there is much more. There are parallel universes, perhaps where time moves backwards. There are beings, there are perhaps entities in these, in these worlds. So you think about other worlds and other dimensions. It, it's not just the scientific method as we know today that has theorized or has quote-unquote documented the existence of some form of, of entity or some form of, of being, some force, some power from some other world, some other dimension. I mean, we've, call, we've called them all kinds of things. We've called them spirits. We call them angels. We call them demons, which are really the same thing. They're da the Greek word daemon, which means a, a divine entity. Um, which in many ways, if you're implying that demons are these evil minions of the devil, anthropomorphized, 
it's it's kind of inaccurate, I think. But nevertheless, demons, daemons, angels, uh, you know, angels can be described as being pretty terrifying too. But angel is also a you know, we 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 call each other angels. It's meant to imply that you know we are heavenly, we are holy, we are full of light. So the terminology and the wording is obviously going to be something in any investigation that's really important. Whether you're talking about aspects of health or you're talking about aspects of something as quote-unquote fringe as the paranormal or you know other dimensions or what some people I think correctly often but more often than not uh, incorrectly define as the occult. Uh, in terms of defining the occult, it obviously just means something that is hidden, kind of like the man behind the curtain, but not implying that there's any sinister form of control. It just means something that's hidden. So if you were to take a pentagram, obviously a lot of people freak out by the pentagram. It's a devil symbol. Well, perhaps to you, but to most people, the pentagram is just a star. It has no meaning. They like it. They get a tattoo. They get a necklace. To others, if you're a Wiccan or you're a pagan or you're maybe classify yourself just as a witch, you know, it's a defensive symbol. It's the four elements and the fifth element of consciousness. To others... The inversion of the pentagram is just simply a sign of the devil. And it is in a way because the devil represents inversion, right? So if the devil represents inversion, then if you invert the four elements and you invert consciousness, then you get an unconscious behavior in an inverted three-dimensional world made up of the four elements. So you invert and you deprive the soul, the spirit, of conscious experience. Now, how that happens in the physical world that we live, we have stories about the mark of the beast, stories about, you know, the apocalypse. And these are things that I'm convinced are not coming. They're things that are always happening. And there are things that have happened in the past, and there are things that are going, these are things that are going to happen in the future. They are archetypes. You can find archetypes in the present, in the past, and you'll find those same archetypes in the future. And you'll find that most, most people's lives are, if you were to, I guess, you write down the details of your life and the transition, you know, that you've gone through, the alchemical transformation you've gone through from one point to another point, you'd find that your life is very similar to uh, to a movie in t- terms of, of character development. So it's all mixed together. Entertainment is just an extension of real life. We entertain ourselves with your fantasy or things that are documentaries, documented things that have happened and that, you know, might occur in the future. Entertainment also is a powerful medium to convey messages. They could be guerrilla advertising, placing a soda can in that television show, or placing, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, uh, could be a, you know, a band, a band poster on the wall in a movie. Um, you know, they, the band, the company, the soda company, the band they pay for advertising, guerrilla advertising, and movies and TV shows. So. You're, we're, we're always being sold something, and it's not necessarily a bad thing to be sold something. I mean, even with, with timeshares, 
you have this idea that timeshares are these evil things and it's kind of a joke. But for some people, a timeshare works out really well. It just depends on, you know, you want to travel and stay in the same place and split that place with, you know, other people throughout the year. So we have these perceptions of things that, you know, are considered positive, negative, good, evil. But, you know, for example, and I want and I want to I want to relate this to the notion of a pentagram being inverted and how that distorts consciousness and how this is happening in the physical world and how that relates to tonight's show topic, which is about the hive mind and the the one world coming together the one world hive mind at home, this Lady Gaga World Health Organization propaganda presentation that occurred a couple of weekends ago. Something that is a misnomer is, and I'm sure a lot of people understand this already, but there are some that have played a game of telephone and have taken this greatly out of proportion. You know, we've talked to Dr. Nancy Appleton on this show before, I've read, um, I think, all of her books, and she wrote a really great book about uh, Louis Pasteur, the guy that created, kind of plagiarized the the idea of germ theory. And we're not going to talk about this in detail, but the idea that any kind of thing like a, like a bacteria, for example, that it's dangerous to the body, it's kind of a misnomer because bacteria lives in the body and bacteria lives on the body. And bacteria, although mainstream medicine knows that it changes form and shape depending on the environment, that's often something that's either overlooked or it's totally ignored because it doesn't necessarily fit into the standard model of modern medicine with vaccines and with and with drugs and, and, and things like that. So it's kind of a misnomer. And a lot of our understanding of the world is based on these kinds of things, I, I think primarily because of of psychological warfare techniques that have really been refined over the decades. Psychological warfare techniques that have been developed in times of war, for example, and have been implemented on civilian populations since then. I mean, at at least in the United States, since Edward Hunter, a journalist who worked for the Central Intelligence Agency, coined the term brainwashing. And he related it to the tactics of the Chinese and, and, the, and the Communist Party. And he said the brainwashing was a tool used by the communists to strip man of his humanity and turn him into a robot or a slave. Now, obviously, a robot or a slave doesn't necessarily mean that people are being turned into physical robots or that they're being turned into what we perceive a slave to be. And I used to get in trouble, trouble for saying that. On radio years ago, I'd say, you know, this was when political correctness was really kicking into gear like 10 years ago. And I, w- I mean, there's always been political correctness. But what I'm saying is like it was really kicking into gear. And I said on a show, I said, you know, modern uh, fiat currency is, is basically it's debt slavery. And someone's like, oh, you can't say that because black people as like black people don't own slavery. Jews don't own discrimination. All right. Women don't own domestic abuse. I'm sorry, ladies. You don't own domestic abuse. All right. I'm not even sorry. You don't own domestic abuse. If you're a Jew, you don't own suffering. You're a human being, first and foremost. You're not a Jew. You're not a woman. You're not a man. But these are necessary identifications and classifications so that we can try to understand the world around us. But the one thing that we all are, ultimately, is consciousness. I'm sure that you'd probably agree with me, whether you're, you know, 
New Age, or even if you're a Christian, we are consciousness. And we are the fifth point in that pentagram. And the four elements that comprise the three-dimensional five-sense world. So you have three dimensions, the third dimension. You have four elements and you have five senses. And the fifth point of that pentagram is consciousness. The blazing star, fire, the rising serpent, kundalini, all of these various symbols that some people interpret as very negative. Now, if you take the idea, not only of consciousness, but the idea of, of, of propaganda, brainwashing, and words and things like this, you, you obviously will notice that much of what we experience in, in our everyday life, whether it's advertising for a product or advertising for an idea, is so swiftly managed that we don't even necessarily realize we're being advertised to. We just think, you know, things are jokes. Things are just placed there unintentionally. Things are, it, it, they just happen the way that they happen. That there's no possible way that there could be any type of strange or odd or maybe malicious intent behind the entertainment industry. It's just there to entertain us. And there really could never be any malicious intent behind Lady Gaga and the World Health Organization teaming up to conduct a, what they call a Together at Home concert. This was um, a few, few weeks ago. Lady Gaga, World Health Organization, and a bunch of others, including Taylor Swift and, you know, Billie Eilish, Ball on High, they get together and they do this this weird concert thing. I don't know if you saw it. You can watch some of these videos on YouTube where they have each individual artist, you know, isolated and separated from others because they're social distancing and they perform. And it's really weird. Like, I watched two of the videos. I watched the Billie Eilish one, and I watched um, part of Lady Gaga's presentation when, when she was talking about the, uh, the, the one world and being together at home and how this was so great. And she's like, I care so much about the healthcare workers while she's obviously reading a script. And maybe she does care about healthcare workers, but if you really cared, I don't think you'd have to read a script. Uh, my point is not to criticize Lady Gaga. My point is to look at what the One World Together presentation was really all about. And we're not going to sit here and analyze it, but I'm just, I'm just wanting to draw attention. I did this on Facebook a few weeks ago to the logo. The logo was, it was called the One World Together at Home, global, sponsored by Global Citizen and the World Health Organization. The One World Together at Home. And you'll notice that the word home, spelled with two hands that come in to make what, what look like an O, but are actually a little, a little house, a little pentagon with, with uh, five sides. And the center of that pentagon is a little teeny tiny red dot. Now in the pentagon would go the pentagram. Pentagon, pentagram, five, five sides, five points. But rather than fitting a pentagram in there, they have a nice little red dot. You think about what the red dot represents. Typically, a red dot, you know, unless you're into guns and you use a laser sight, a red dot, which also, I guess, would signify, you know, whoever has that laser dot, they're probably in danger. So the red dot represents, you turn on a recorder, 
or if you press the record button on your phone, you get the little red light. So it's recording, it's watching, it's recording what happens, whether that's visual, audio, or both. But the red dot also has, throughout the entertainment industry, throughout music and television and movies, and I include music for a very specific reason, primarily music videos that visually portray what the music is auditorily portraying through the lyrics that are, you know, the sounds, the vibrations. They usually show things like supercomputers and robots, artificial intelligence with the red dot. I'm sure that most of you remember HAL. Most of you remember Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator. And many of you remember Kit, Kit Knight Rider, right? You remember the car from Knight Rider? Slick black with a red light that spoke, that showed you that the, that the uh, computer was speaking. And so when you think about artificial intelligence, when you think about robots, when you think about computers, and when you think about what these devices can be used to do from their inception, from their, from their origin, the, the, the inception of this type of technology, used for different reasons, but one of the founders of the Internet, J.C.R. Licklitter, who invented the concept for the Internet, the uh, R-Pennet, talked about man-computer symbiosis a partnership between humans and the electronic members of the partnership, which were computers. And he teamed up with a guy named Ithiel D. Solapul, who was a very, very famous and probably one of the most famous or one of the at least famous leaders of the field of social science study. And one of the first social scientists who used computers to create models for analyzing human behavior for ARPA before ARPA became DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is connected to the Department of Defense and the, the, uh, the, the MIT University and Boston Dynamics and all these others. They build robots like Atlas and the Big Dog and the Cheetah Robot and the Spot Mini and all those. But before DARPA, it was ARPA, the Advanced Research Projects Agency. And one of the first social scientists, Ithiel D. Solapul, wanted to use computers to create models for analyzing human behavior. And it was supposed to be done for warfare, for civilians. But obviously computers now, from algorithms on Netflix to your Spotify or Pandora, you know, you can program them and tell them what you want to watch or listen to, but it'll tell you based on the patterns, based on behavioral patterns. So what does all this have to do with the one world together at home. Well, by recognizing patterns and seeing the themes of AI and robots and machines, it kind of seems like there's a little bit more going on in relationship to musicians getting together to perform at home for you because you're locked down and quarantined. The imagery that's used for this on a global scale and the idea of, of computers being the only gateway to interact with other people, it sets us up for what some people would see as, as some form of prophecy or the, the, the coming, coming true of some dystopian novel. But a lot of this stuff has been planned for, for, for generations. And the computer terminal 
ultimately becomes the way in which you access the world, i.e., it becomes the literal matrix. It's the way in which you begin to access the world if you want to interact with other people. So my point is the matrix, the mark of the beast, got to have a mask and gloves if you want to go buy food. These are things that always have happened, will continue to happen, and they are happening now. And they're kind of like archetypes. And the whole basis of this one world at home presentation with, with the red dot in the home watching you take your tape off the camera, Lady Gaga and all these celebrities playing music for you, is the one world hive mind. To unify everyone into a hive mind, into a supercomputer, you don't have to be hooked up with cables, but it's creating the psychological consensus of a hive mind so people act in unison with one another. And anyone who steps out of the collective thought is reprimanded and either brought back in or exterminated, which is the ultimate goal to replace humans with machines, as so many elitists have claimed for generations. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM. We'll be back. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info, thesecretteachings.info, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. To contact Ryan, email rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, 
But most importantly, it supports you. Do you enjoy the secret teachings? You now have an opportunity to help inform others while supporting the program by purchasing our newly available t-shirts for men, women, or whatever else you identify as, even a purple penguin. Whether you spark conversation with the Secret Teachings t-shirt or you want to decorate your safe space with an awesome poster, we have what you want at thesecretteachings.info. For any questions, contact Ryan Gable by email at rdgable at yahoo.com. The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Friends. Yeah. We told you weeknights on the Fringe FM are now even better. And we mean it. Do it live! Where else can you hear the best shows and the best talent? Kick off your evening with our newest host, Alex Exum, live at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Hang out with me, Joe Roop, on Lighting the Void at 9 Pacific, Midnight Eastern. Ryan Gable expands your mind on the secret teachings at Midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern. We're bringing the heat every single night. Fire it up. The Fringe FM. But, no, I really appreciate being on your show, and you ask great questions and have a dialogue, and not every show does that. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us. My website is lindagodfrey.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday through Friday, same time every night. The archive on our website at thesecretteachings.info. A lot of free shows there, but the main archive is how we support the show with subscriptions. Right now, $35 gets you a one-year subscription and a physical copy of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. And it is that technological elixir that so many are searching for and their attempts to avoid death, to subvert death, looking for the technological cure for death and suggesting that through technology, through computers, through machines, through artificial intelligence, that we can extend life indefinitely. But what we ultimately do is extend suffering and death indefinitely. Because eternal material life, even if it's just perceived eternity and not actual eternity because all things break down, biological systems break down and die and decay and make room for new systems that then also grow and then break down and die and decay. Eternal life in the material is eternal spiritual death. And so I, along with many of you and many other people, have suggested that True hell, true suffering, is a digital environment. If we're talking about the creation of and the thrusting of humans into this hellish domain, and therefore, to use this in a metaphoric capacity, the devil in this domain is the one that rules over the digital. And in this case, it would be artificial intelligence. AI 
would rule over the hellish domain, the digital frontier. But this is a digital frontier that is not necessarily conquered, but it's not so distant and foreign. It's not so unexplored. It's something that we participate in every single day of our lives. Computers and cell phones and screens of all sorts, the true black mirror by which our reflection of the true self, to quote black mirror, is only seen when the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. The one world hive mind at home. That's what I call this one world global citizen music performance a couple of weeks ago run by Lady Gaga and the World Health Organization. If you look at this one world at home, one world hive mind at home celebrity get-together, it was very strange, it was very weird, and it was very unsettling and very uncomfortable. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched bits and segments of it just today and a few days ago when I talked about it on a show last week for a couple of minutes. What I mentioned was that the word home, one world at home, is a home, five sides, pentagon. And rather than consciousness, a five-pointed star, the pentagram, which we have three dimensions, the third dimension, we have four elements, the four points of that star, and then we have the fifth point, which is consciousness rising up out of those four points, which is, you know, the square and three dimensions, it becomes the cube, the material world, the black cube. And so if you take the star and you turn it upside down, it's inversion. And an inversion of consciousness is unconsciousness. It's virtually what you could, I guess, define in many ways. But in this case, you could define it as inhuman or anti-human even. Now, of course, in the middle of this pentagram, rather than there being a penta or middle of this pentagon, rather than there being a pentagram, which you could fit in there, you know, or it just being, you know, hands that create a home, they put a red dot in the middle in this World Health Organization, One World Lady Gaga Together at Home image. By the way, if you've seen the promo for tonight, this is one of my favorite promos I've made. I really patted myself on the back for this. It's really, really, uh, it's kind of disturbing and dark. And you'll notice in the promo, you've got the Terminator with the red eye. You've got Hal down in the bottom right corner with the red eye. You've got the car from Knight Rider, the top left, the red light. And then at the bottom left of this image, you have these red lights. There are uh, two, four, six, eight, ten. There are ten of these red lights. You could even say one, nine. That equals ten. Ooh, it's spooky. Uh, you've got ten lights, and those ten lights, these red dots, if you remember the show that we did or the show that Clyde Lewis and I did on the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, this was the Maroon 5 performance. And the stadium goes black, and then these red lights light up and appear. We know that we can use the Super Bowl and major world events as kind of like oracles to determine future events, kind of like looking into the sky to see the stars, and you know, comets would signify the, the coming of great death and disease or the death of a king or something to this effect. And so we can use it as an oracle 
as a scientific observation even, to determine what future events are going to entail. Part of that is because it's not so supernatural as it might seem. Super Bowls, Olympics, big events, the one world at home presentation, all this stuff, when you have millions of people watching, it's a great opportunity to sell products, and it's a great opportunity to sell ideas. Often those ideas uh, on this level, at, uh, at this platform with, with people like Lady Gaga and people like uh, Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift and others, it really is a platform for the dissemination of the what I really get tired of hearing and saying, but to, to, for the dissemination of an agenda, which I, I think we should just call for the dissemination of propaganda, which isn't necessarily, by the way, if you read any of the work of Joseph Goebbels, it isn't fake or false or fraudulent information. It's more often than not, if I can quote that, I think it's correct, more often than not, he says, um, at least I'm paraphrasing, more often than not, propaganda is truth. It's real, true information. But the way that it's twisted and spun, like a media room, which is called the spin room, it creates this this uh, this false idea, and it creates confusion. So the way that information is spun, even if it's accurate information, can create this this perhaps even a delusional state, where people believe things that are you know inaccurate, even when they uh, you know otherwise might have accurate information in their in their possession, but it's inaccurate because of the way that it's presented. Well, I mentioned in the first segment, and this all relates to the pentagram and the pentagon. I know I'm starting off on a lot of different paths here, but I'll, I'll connect them all together. Back in the 1950s, kind of like in the 60s, the Warren Commission, you had the coining of the terms conspiracy theory as one term to discredit investigation into the official um narrative of the Kennedy assassination, John F. Kennedy's assassination, or even his, you know, Robert Kennedy, his brother. Brainwashing as a, as a term came about before that. And brainwashing was coined by Edward Hunter, who some people know as a journalist, but he also worked for the CIA. He published a paper in a, a Miami newspaper called News. It was called Brainwashing Tactics Forced Chinese into Ranks of Communist Party. And he said that brainwashing was a tool used by communists to strip man of his humanity and turn him into a robot or a slave. The purpose of which was specifically, quote, to put a man's mind into a fog so that he will mistake what is true for what is untrue, what is right for what is wrong. What the totalitarian state strives for is the insectivization of human beings. So back in the 50s, you got this idea of brainwashing. In the 60s, you got this idea of conspiracy theories. And the founders of these ideas, people like Ithiel de Sola Pool one of the first social scientists and a leader in that field who worked with J.C.R. Licklater, who basically invented the concept of the Internet and talked about man-computer symbiosis connecting man and machine. Ithiel de Solapool talked about using computers and did, in fact, use computers to create models for analyzing human behavior. Now, a lot of people have probably heard, if you've listened to this show, show or if you've read my book, The Technological Elixir, 
the uh, the section I have in the book about Purdue University, and there are other universities, but this is just one that that I use for the book. Uh, Purdue University has this uh, what they call it a sentient world simulation. It's at their Synthetic Environment for Analysis and Simulations Laboratory. It runs with a constant processing of information from every single person, man, woman, and child. It's always searching for behavioral patterns while producing and continuously running updated mirror models of the real world that can be used to produce and evaluate future events and courses of action. This is why I've suggested and others call them my, my colleagues here in the radio business, but many of you as listeners as well have have suggested, although I know a lot of people, probably more than the majority, more than the, the minority, probably the majority think that I'm incorrect about this, but I think that this type of technology is the basis for something else called SOCI, self-organizing collective intelligence. It's an, an AI that has the ability to gather information that is then fed into um, in a loop with the public, you know, with this information from the public where, where thought is simulated before returning to the machine. In other words, the newly gathered information can be utilized to feed users what they want to hear, which in turn feeds new information into the system that continues to grow from this interaction. And the, and the phenomenon of QAnon is a prime example of this feedback looping and and self-organizing collective intelligence. Again, I know people disagree with me, but the idea is believing that your behavior is totally organic and that nothing influences us. Obviously, you can read mainline university studies about why fast food companies use the colors red and yellow because it incites a feeling of hunger and you know you, you want to eat something. Why flowers are used in grocery stores at the entrance with fake, uh, fresh baked bread. It, as a Freudian slip, it is fake. Most of it's fake bread. They use plastic and gross ingredients, but but bread and flowers because it's the perception that everything else is fresh, even if the meat is rotting, you know, on one side. As long as the flowers and the bread's fresh, everything looks fresher. Then you get it home, and you're like, this is this isn't as fresh as I thought it was. You know, you'll even associate. It's called NLP, neuro linguistic program programming. So you have all these different psychological techniques to get people to to alter their behavior and to change their mind. And one of the simplest, though, is just the usage of words. So if you read, let's go back to the, the headline of this uh, presentation. It's what I, I don't know what else to call it, this, this performance by Lady Gaga and Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift and these other celebrities like the soccer player. Is it, is it David Beck, Beckham Beckman? I don't know what his name is. Um, but these other celebrities that were a part of this uh, Together at Home concert. And the the show promo for tonight on The Secret Teachings, I call it the One World Hive Mind at Home. They called it the One World Together at Home. Well, together, collectivized, the hive mind, we think and act simultaneously and identically. And if anybody removes themselves from that thinking, they are ostracized and they are considered obsolete because the collective is more important than the individual. And that becomes even more ludicrous when you recognize the collective is totally engineered, manufactured, it's totally fake. So the one world together at home, 
And you see the red dot in the middle of the of the Pentagon, the five-sided, like the Department of Defense. The pentagram, magically, is a symbol of defense. You're invoking the four elements for protection. That's why the Pentagon is a pentagon, the Department of Defense, which used to be called the Department of War in the United States. Arguably one of the most secure facilities on the planet, except for 9-11, where the air defense system was taken down and the, you know, the whole story with Rumsfeld out on the lawn running around. Oh, my God, there's plane, there's plane parts. And there was no actual plane parts of a giant uh, jet that crashed, but just little tiny parts of like a Cessna. Very weird story. But you had the Pentagon. Pentagon, red dot in the middle. So think about this. Consciousness. Artificial intelligence. What is the difference and what is the inversion of AI? Positive inversion, if you will. Artificial intelligence, reverse that. I think we talked about this with David Icke and with uh, our friend and co-host Jack. AI is also IA, which is infinite awareness. So you have infinite awareness. I'll credit Jack with that IA uh, observation, the IA, the infinite awareness. You have infinite awareness in the fifth point of the pentagram, consciousness bursting out of the four corners of the world, if you will the four points of the pentagram that fit inside of a pentagon, geometrically speaking, symbolically speaking. So that bursts out of the four points, the four corners, burst out of the material world. Consciousness, the head, like the ankh, the head, above the cross of the world. What happens when you invert that? Consciousness doesn't go up, consciousness goes down. Consciousness is inverted. What is the extreme opposite of conscious, free will? Unconscious, maybe perceived free will, but unconscious, collectivized will. And that can be summed up best by the idea of a hive mind collective that is dominated and run by a system a grid that we know is the Internet of Things, the IoT, where everything is connected to it, your cell phone, to the sidewalk, literally. Smart concrete is a real thing, to smart dumpsters, to your house, to your tablet, to bodily, not enhancements, bodily alterations that deal in Robotics, everything connected to the hive mind, everything connected to the IoT, run and dominated by the processor of the hive mind. We have a mind, we have a brain, it is individual, it is unique, it is sovereign. But this hive mind links all minds together psychologically, metaphorically, symbolically and also literally with the Elon Musk Neuralink system, which is also, I imagine, connected to the Starlink system, this net of satellites, this Skynet system in the sky with other big companies owned by Jeff Bezos or the Chinese where they're launching tens of thousands of satellites. So if you have AI, artificial intelligence, as opposed to IA, consciousness, free will, and then unconscious, collectivized, perceived free will controlled by an artificially intelligent system, which if you go further than that, this is where the music industry comes into play. The metaphor 
of something being alien, like many rappers referring to themselves as Martians. I always think of Lil Wayne. I always think of Katy Perry and the E.T. song with Kanye West. They call on me an alien, a big-headed astronaut. And this reference in the end of that video to hybridized human animals, chimeras, and the destruction of planet Earth, an environmental message, as they suggest, and all of that being conducted and concluded by the year 2030, where everything, according to that particular music video, goes extinct. And you pick up these other elements in the music industry about death, or the Joker, the white-faced pale demon, the archetype of the Antichrist. And you also pick up themes from Kanye West to that poppy, kind of an underground pop star, very, very famous, where her theme in her music is mostly about robots and AI. And the common thread besides AI and robots is, is a countdown. We've done a couple of shows on this, Countdown to the apocalypse, the great unveiling. At this point, the artificial flesh has been torn off, ripped off, or blown off the face of the Terminator, of the robot, of what people call the globalists, the agenda, the plan, all this stuff. You can see the red eye. You know that this is not, at this point, human anymore. So taking the pentagram and inverting it from infinite awareness and consciousness, rising forth from the four pillars, the four corners, the four elements, the four elementals, inverting that so that things are perverted, inverted, distorted, and consciousness does not rise. So infinite awareness becomes artificial intelligence. And it's one world together at home or one world hive mind at home. This is the perversion, the distortion, the inorganic and artificial depravity that has created the destruction of culture, the destruction of social interaction, the destruction of human interaction in all of its forms, including ultimately the disconnect even on a digital platform. The only way that you can connect with other people right now, if you're being, at least in the United States and a few other countries on lockdown and quarantine at this time, early 2020, is through a digital platform, meaning that you interact with others by logging on to the grid, by logging on to the proverbial matrix. See, it's metaphoric, but it's also literal. The mark of the beast could be a microchip, it could be quantum dot die, it could be you wear a mask or you can't buy food at this store, sir or ma'am. There's different forms of the mark of the beast, different forms of the apocalypse. Now we're experiencing the revelation of the method. The mask is torn off, the, the, the flesh is torn off the face of the Terminator. We can see the red eye. We see the red eye of the Terminator, of Hal, of AI, distorting IA, bringing not the world together, which sounds like a great idea, but bringing the world together at home in a hive mind so we think in unison. And the one thing we don't think about 
is the creepy nature of being watched while we watch celebrities perform, in my opinion, very uncomfortable visual performances as part of this One World Together Global Citizen World Health Organization concert presentation. It's a very disturbing series of events. It is the One World Hive Mind at Home, collectivized thought dominated by artificial intelligence. It's not coming. It was here, not today, but yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. We've acquiesced and accepted it incrementally. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this break. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us right here on The Fringe FM. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info thesecretteachings.info or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana with hundreds of beautiful images If you want to look at technology black goo UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, See pictures and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM. Do you enjoy The Secret Teachings? You now have an opportunity to help inform others while supporting the program by purchasing our newly available T-shirts for men, women, or whatever else you identify as, even a purple penguin. Whether you spark conversation with the Secret Teachings t-shirt or you want to decorate your safe space with an awesome poster, we have what you want at thesecretteachings.info. For any questions, contact Ryan Gable by email at rdgable at yahoo.com. Alex Hi, I'm Alex Exum. And you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. 
to contact the show to share information and your opinion or give recommendations. Email rggable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. We told you weeknights on the Fringe FM are now even better. And we mean it. Do it live! Where else can you hear the best shows and the best talent? Kick off your evening with our newest host, Alex Exum, live at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Hang out with me, Joe Roop, on Lighting the Void at 9 Pacific, Midnight Eastern. Ryan Gable expands your mind on the secret teachings at Midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern. We're bringing the heat every single night. Fire it up. The Fringe FM. Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, the Octopus of Global Control author, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Hey guys, it's Giorgio Tsoukalos from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. A terrifying future. Cataclysm. Fire. Death. I saw a man. Slender. I'm not a man. White face. Demonic. He was laughing. <laughs> and I saw, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. Those who hear the three bells toll accept his invitation. He's coming threes? Stops at dawn? Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. He preys on innocent youth. They reach into our children. Music, television, books. Pray on children princes. He preys on innocent youth. You reach into our children. Music, television. I've got some children I need to make into corpses. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. Cataclysm, fire, death. I saw a man, slender man, but not a man.
is your help. And his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. Wait. Face. Demonic. Demonic. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM. I feel like Woody Harrelson in the two tw- uh, 2012 Roland Emmerich film where he sees Yellowstone erupting and he says, I've got goosebumps, people. That's what I feel like. And I listen to that compilation, I get goosebumps. Time is up. If you come with us, if you come with the demon, if you come with the devil, you'll get everything you've ever wanted. I just need your help to bring about the destruction of organic life on planet Earth. I don't think philosophically those people that consider themselves a part of the technocratic class or they enjoy the concept of and the promise of what transhumanism is perceived to offer, that eternal material life is eternal spiritual death and that hell is a digital environment and artificial intelligence is the devil. The Mark of the Beast, the Apocalypse, all of these things are archetypes, they're metaphors that have happened in the past, that are occurring now, and will happen in the future. There are various forms, various Marks of the Beast, various revelations of the method, various apocalypses, and various forms of hell, and various forms of the devil. If you look at the concert, the performance, the partnership between Lady Gaga and the World Health Organization, this one world together at home by Global Citizen and the WHO. One world together at home. And the word home, this is their logo for the concert they had last weekend because people are locked down, people are stuck in their homes, so these celebrities get together, musicians and others, and they try to make people feel better about being stuck in their home. They try to entertain them. But it's more than entertainment. It's more than even the word propaganda might lightly or maybe maybe heavily for some people imply. One world together at home. Home is spelled in the logo with a house replacing the O. The house is a pentagon. The pentagon can fit the pentagram. The pentagram is the five-pointed star. We're speaking of geometry. Five-pointed star, four elements, fire, water, air, earth, or nitrogen, hydrogen, oxygen, carbon. The fifth point is consciousness, rising out of the four corners or in the three-dimensional the cube, the four corners of the world, the material sphere. Consciousness rises above materiality. That's why there is a form of mind over matter. That's why there is a placebo effect. The mind is very powerful. The mind dominates matter and it dominates the brain. It dominates what we perceive to be intelligence and what people call smart. That person's very smart. That person's very brilliant. Well, they might be brilliant, they might be clever, they might be smart, but it doesn't mean that they're wise, and it doesn't mean 
that they're conscious or that they're aware. Now, the opposite of consciousness is unconsciousness, I'd assume. So if I take a pentagram, I have one here on my wall, a little wooden pentagram that I hang up in my studio. And I do what a lot of people are terrified of. First of all, I'm, I have a pentagram. People are terrified of that. But others who might see it as being meaningful, they see the pentagram and it only becomes scary when they turn it upside down, right? Turn it upside down, that means it's the devil. It's Satan. Sure, for some, that's what it represents. But if you ter- turn it upside down, what it ultimately represents is an inversion of consciousness, which is life and experience and growing and learning and loving, etc., 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 which are the things that evil is opposed to. So you turn it upside down, you get consciousness, consciousness going down. So if consciousness is going down, consciousness is not rising, we have an inversion of consciousness and inversion of free will. In this One World Together at Home logo for Global Citizen, the World Health Organization that Lady Gaga was the spokesperson for, she reads this script in the video before they have this series of odd and uncomfortable performances by people like Billie Eilish and others. And they had celebrities talk, and I think they might have had some doctors too. I didn't watch the whole thing. I can't stomach it. But the logo tells you all you need to know. And you might think, well, that's just over-analyzing. I don't think it's over-analyzing because the home, the pentagon, and the pentagram represents consciousness. And the opposite of consciousness and free will is unconscious, collectivized will dominated by some other force. If consciousness and free will are defined by infinite awareness, awareness of all, Unconsciousness and collectivized will is dominated by the unawareness of all, the stagnation, the prevention of expansion and progress, dominated by an artificial form of awareness, i.e. AI, artificial intelligence, an inversion of IA, infinite awareness. So you have the third dimension, the fourth, one, two, three, four, fourth, four elements, And you have the fifth, the five, the fifth point of the pentagram, which is consciousness. If you invert it, you invert consciousness and free will. You invert IA into unconscious collectivized will into AI, dominated by AI. That's why we called the show tonight One World Hive Mind at Home. Now this can be expanded upon. When you look at this One World Together at Home global citizen presentation, the notion that we are global citizens, it sounds like a really good idea, doesn't it? We're all citizens of the globe. We all are one world, and we sing Kumbaya together, and we hold hands, and we, 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 uh, some people perceive this one world community to be some, like, hippie commune, I guess. So we hold each other's hands, we bang each other, We smoke a lot of weed. We wear tie-dye clothes. Obviously, not all hippies are like that. I just like to kind of, you know, I like to irritate people by saying that. But that's, I think some people see that. That's what one world coming together means. You know, it's kind of like this asinine idea that once the U.S. economy ground to a stop and fell off a cliff as a result of the terror and the fear of of COVID-19, 
which led to lockdowns and quarantines and this very strange One World Together at Home concert presentation with a red dot, red eye watching you in the middle of this Pentagon, which is your camera, obviously, or the red eye of the Terminator, HAL, or artificial intelligence, robots, machines, etc. It's this idea that we can live with free money and not having to ever work, and people make comments on social media and say, this is how things should always be. Well, the money has to come from somewhere. The resources have to come from somewhere. It doesn't just manifest. So, you know, a one-world, happy, hippy-dippy, free love, free drugs, free set, that doesn't work in the real world. doesn't work in the real world. It might work in isolated little areas, but it doesn't work in the whole world. The question has to be asked, who controls that one world? Who brings the world together? It's not going to be the philanthropist who has your best intentions at heart and in mind. But that's who is supposed to bring the world together. The philanthropists, the musicians, the loving music, hippie, dippy, bourgeois come together, hold hands and sing, and everything will be better. Doesn't work that way. But the one world together sounds like a really great thing. No more war. Well, just because there are separate groups of people doesn't mean they have to go to war with each other. Could, couldn't they work together? I don't know. The whole thing is just very strange to me. So the point that I'm trying to get at here, one world together at home. And if you look at this presentation even you know briefly, the Vigilant Citizen has a really good article on it. It shows you what the concert was really about. It shows you that it was basically a public relations campaign for the World Health Organization. Because they take Lady Gaga, Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, Celine Dion, all major music industry slaves. You know, Celine Dion's the one that didn't want you to have kids and said if the kids are born, they should be androgynous, basically. She goes into the hospital in this video and she blows black powder on them and they all turn genderless. And then you've got Taylor Swift, who has done a number of videos about her, her own mind control. Billie Eilish, who's just on another level in terms of the what some would call Satanism. I mean, her name means devil, devil on high in ancient Sumerian, literally. And then Lady Gaga, we know about Lady Gaga. So it's, it's a PR campaign, basically. And they use these people because they're popular, they're famous, they're... You know, they're just like you. They're just just like you, just like your friends, just like your family. They're just like you. And they want you to understand that the World Health Organization, funded primarily by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, is there to help you. So they promote this idea in the concert that social distancing is not just a temporary measure, but that it's a permanent new normal and that you can't depend on other people. You have to hug yourself, as one of the Sesame Street puppets tells children. Hug yourself. No one else is going to hug you. Together at home, everything you do, art, family, business, education, everything can be conducted through video conferencing. This is the new world. This is the new human connection. And it's dependent upon an internet connection. So much so that 5G, fifth-generational technology, was being justified 
to be installed quicker because they said bandwidth was not able to hold up with the number of people watching Netflix and video conferencing. And rather than using words like lockdown or confinement in the one world hive mind at home, this concert presentation, they never used these words. Instead, they used the words sheltered at home because lockdown sounds like you're in prison, you're under house arrest, confinement feels like you're in solitary confinement, but sheltered at home, shelter. (sighs) I'm sheltered from the elements. It's cozy, it's warm, it's safe, it's psychological warfare, and it's propaganda, and it's mind control. Now, the whole point in this presentation was that the World Health Organization wanted you to know that they are taking charge of the situation. I don't know if you saw this article, I've got it linked up at thesecretteachings.info. It's an interesting read. You know that I do not support political parties or political representatives. I did like Ron Paul. That was about it. But if you type in Reuters or if you just go to the United uh, States uh, in a search engine, United States will not take part in WHO global drugs. Or you go to our website and look at the top news section. It says the United States will not take part in a World Health Organization global drugs vaccine initiative launch. That sounds, the headline at least, sounds like a positive thing. The U.S. is not going to participate in the U.N. telling us what we have to do and what we're allowed to do. In this presentation, in this video, they've got this this idea of what is is, um, a new normal, a new culture. Everything, again, education, art, it's all done online convincing children this is the only way to be safe. You had these performances by celebrities, by musicians, by athletes, all saying very, very similar things. Like, for example, uh, this idea that since you can stay home, the soccer player, football player David Beckham said that, that there's a silver lining in this, that you can spend more time with, time with family. And, and, and that, you know, we're grateful for that. I mean, it's just like the most insincere, artificial crap. So scripted. I mean, how insincere do you have to be? How inhuman do you have to be? How disconnected do you have to be to have to have a script to express your emotions like these celebrities do? Then you had Amy Poehler. She said, people are really lucky to be home. Most of us are sheltered at home. Imagine if you didn't have that option. So be happy to be in your prison cell, you dirty, filthy human beings. I mean, these are like aliens talking to us. I mean, my brain, like I got goosebumps playing that compilation, that montage coming in from break. But like my brain feels like it's on fire. I just feel like, how does no one else see this? You know, obviously you as an audience, but how does the majority of people not see this? Are they just not aware? Are they not conscious? Like, if you listen to what they're saying, these people are like aliens. No, it's just some comedy lady, Amy Poehler. She's in Parks and Recreation. I saw that TV show. I liked it. That was funny. Well, most of us are sheltered at home. Imagine if you didn't have that option. Well, imagine if people just defied the option. Because if their bodies and the environment weren't so toxic, they wouldn't get sick from anything for the most part anyway. And they just went outside and got sunlight. 
which is well-documented and well-known to not only make you feel better, but to prevent you from getting sick. So what if we left our house? But this is all scripted. You know, you're sheltered at home. You're not on lockdown. You're not under quarantine. You are sheltered at home, sir. Two more weeks of quarantine, I feel like I'm trapped. Two more weeks of confinement, I feel like I'm in solitary. Two more weeks of lockdown, what did I do that was illegal? Don't lock me in my home. This is house arrest. Two weeks of sheltering. Ooh, that's different now. We got to shelter from the storm. There's a hurricane coming. We got to shelter this storm. And they tell us you're lucky that you even have a home. Because ultimately, you know, the goal is to not have homes at all. It's to have giant communes, in a sense. But really, it's just exterminating human beings because not only is that the elitist agenda, if you read all the papers and all the think tanks and all of the, I mean, you've listened to some of their speeches like Bill Gates, you know, we're going to have to drop one of these numbers down to basically zero. And everybody in the audience just laughs. Oh, it's so funny at this TED Talk. He said we're going to drop down one of these numbers, hint, hint, humans, to zero. How are we going to do that? But then he also wants talking about gene-specific vaccines and viruses or biological weapons that can target genetic material, turn it on and off. You know, giving presentations was that at the Pentagon? If you, I don't know if you saw that video. But but he wants to help you. Yeah, he wants to help you. He just wants to. He cares. He cares about you. All these people, they care about you. You know. Amy Poehler, David Becker. These people are reading scripts. It should be very, very clear. They're reading scripts. And if you watch some of these performances, it's just like it's so insincere. Like, listen to Lady Gaga. I mean, I personally think that Lady Gaga is, she's very intellect, like intelligent. But I think she's inc- just beyond anything I can comprehend. Abused, sexually, physically, messed up in the head and attempting to use her body as a vessel, as a conduit for entities from other places. Let's put it that way. That's my view. I think she's a legitimate witch. That's why I can't, you know, get her music out of my head even when I don't listen to it. It's just there. It's catchy. It's poppy, Lar, music. So here's Lady Gaga describing the event. Hi, this is Lady Gaga, and today I'm so happy that we are one world together at home. I feel very honored to be a part of the World Health Organization. You're not honored if you have to read a piece of paper that says, I feel honored. You would just say, I'm honored. At home. I feel very honored to be a part of the World Health Organization and Global Citizen in the fight against COVID-19 and raising money for the Solidarity Response Fund. See, what this is all about is that The average person doesn't trust the World Health Organization. They don't trust Bill Gates. They don't trust white lab coats. They don't trust the doctors in those coats, the scientists in those coats, the nurses. They don't trust the authorities, which is okay. All right. That's acceptable. We got to be careful how much we distrust authority because if we go to the opposite end of that spectrum, it's the anti-authority, which is precisely what this is all about. Because if you're not going to listen to Bill Gates, the billionaire philanthropist, you're not going to listen to the doctors, at least the ones that they tell you to listen to, then maybe you'll listen to Lady Gaga, because Lady Gaga, she's in her home, she's just like you, 
She doesn't have a medical degree. Why would you be scared of Lady Gaga? She's just the monster. Don't be scared of Lady Gaga. Listen to what she says. That's why the World Health Organization teams up with these people. Because you don't trust them, so you'll trust one of these people who are in their home just like you. Multi-million dollar mansions. And they kind of dress down because they're just like you. And they read scripts and they tell you, I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be a part of this. I feel very honored to be a part of the World Health Organization and Global Citizen in the fight against COVID-19 and raising money for the Solidarity Response Fund. I care so much about all of the medical workers that are putting their lives at risk for us right now. I think of them every day. I pray for them every day. And I'm also thinking of all of you that are at home who are wondering when this is all going to be different. What I'd like to do tonight, if I can, is just give you the permission to, for a moment, Smile. You know, I think I liked her better in uh, American Horror Story as an actress. I mean, I, 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 you, you can't read a script better than that. I mean, it just, it's, it was so fake and it's so insincere. But that might also be what she was supposed to do because it's very, very scary what we're experiencing. Lockdown. Oh, no, 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 no. Quarantine. No, 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 no. No, we're sheltered in place. And this is a very scary time. So rather than listening to the authorities, who we don't agree with, speaking concisely, precisely, articulate, maybe we'll listen to someone who's kind of stumbling around and who's kind of, they look like us a little bit and we're entertained by them. We know Lady Gaga. We'll listen to what she says. Well, what's she saying, Ryan? She's just playing music. The whole thing is a PR stunt. The whole thing is... It's for lack of a better word, propaganda. The whole thing is about conditioning you to your home, to the house arrest. You're obsolete. You're a global citizen. It's one world together at home, one world hive mind at home, collectivized thought dominated by the opposite of infinite awareness, AI, artificial intelligence with the red eye, right in the center of the home, watching and listening, cataloging and categorizing everything you do, everything you say, and ultimately everything you think. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll be back. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. 
Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info, thesecretteachings.info, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. To contact Ryan, email rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Uh, phenomenal show, for phenomenal interview, phenomenal questions. And uh, I'd be willing to come back at any time and uh, explore other topics for discussion. So thank you for having me on today. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday through Friday, same time each night. The archive is on the website with every broadcast, Monday through Friday, going back as far as I have recordings, almost a decade. A lot of old shows that, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit embarrassed by the audio quality, but I'm very meticulous. But it's fun for some listeners to go back and listen to those old shows anyway. www.thesecretteachings.info $35 gets you a one-year subscription to the archive with unlimited downloads and streams of every show after it airs. It'll be posted within 24 hours. And you get a free copy of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir, all of which you can buy individually or together on the website again www.thesecretteachings.info eternal material life the technological elixir of life is eternal spiritual death and hell is 
a variety of environments of pain and suffering exclusively. But without hell, we can't understand heaven. Without the cold darkness of hell, we can't understand the warm lightness of heaven. But hell can also be manufactured. Hell is a concept, an archetype. It's a metaphor. Hell can be digital. Hell can be an artificially created environment. He who has dominion in hell, or him who has dominion in hell, his infernal majesty who has dominion in hell, is the devil known as artificial intelligence. And artificial intelligence is the subverting of conscious growth, its unconsciousness, and its collectivized will, dominated by the AI, overlord the AI system of control. The opposite of the AI system of control and collectivized unfree will and unconscious thought, otherwise known as the hive mind, the one-world hive mind at home that we have been discussing this evening on the broadcast, the inversion of that in a positive sense, the reverting of that to its positive form, is consciousness and free will exploding outward like a blazing star from the four points of the pentagram, which represent the four corners of the world, the four seasons, the four horses of the apocalypse, which are red for the summer, black for the death, the coming of death, of the fall, white or pale more so, pale for death in the winter, the rider of that horse is death, the pale-faced demon, the archetype, the joker, the trickster, and then the white horse that comes after the pale horse, the white horse is of course, of course, of course, the white horse is of course, of course, the savior that brings light back to a dark world, that brings warmth back to a cold world. And those four corners, those four elements, those four seasons represent the three-dimensional world. In the three-dimensional world, you have the four elements. The fifth element, consciousness. When you invert consciousness, you get unconscious collectivized will, dominated by artificial intelligence as opposed to the individual sovereign expression of awareness, or IA, the opposite of AI, right? A couple of weeks ago, not too long ago, mid-April 2020, we had a World Health Organization concert slash presentation slash propaganda PR hour, two hour, whatever this length, the length of this thing was, uh, concert presentation that was run by The Who and Global Citizen and Lady Gaga. And you had Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish and you had David Beckham and you had Amy Poliot, celebrities, comedians, actors, actresses, football stars, and obviously a lot of musicians that 
made comments and played music really kind of weird and uncomfortable and it just was it was very non-human it wasn't very warming it didn't really make make anybody feel good i think a lot of people felt weird about it like why is why is lady gaga talking to me through my computer on this uh one world together at home concert this is just really weird i don't like this that's the impression I got from the little bit of it I watched. But what I really noticed was the logo for the One World Together at Home. It's a pentagon, five sides, which geometrically fits the pentagram. Consciousness, protection, defense. Hence, the reason the pentagon is the Department of Defense, previously known as the Department of War. So in the Pentagon, which is the O for home, the circle, is a red dot. Now, the red dot could be a laser pointer, could be a laser pointer on a gun. You're in danger if the red dot is on you. Or it means recording, like a video camera, right? Something that is going to record something, whether that's your phone, you press the little red button. Don't ever, ever press the red button press the red button like men in black and then it records turn the red light on you know it's recording you watch this presentation at home this concert you communicate with others who are also locked down quarantine they don't call it lockdown or quarantine they call it sheltered in place psychological warfare you're not locked down you're not under house arrest you're not quarantined you're not confined you're not in solitary. You're sheltered. You're protected. You're warm. And the monster is going to talk to you. And she's going to sing you songs and tell you from a script that she is happy to be here and that she is so thankful for all the healthcare workers, all the people on the front lines. All these celebrities to get together and, and, and to do this. And it promotes this idea of a new normal where education and entertainment and everything is done on the computer. So if you want to access social interaction, you want to access the world, you must log on to the digital platform. You must log on to or into the Matrix. And... What we're doing in analyzing and breaking this down is we're hijacking, we're hacking into the matrix to show that a simple logo like One World Together at Home with a pentagon and a red dot in the middle is far more than a pentagon, a pentagon and a red dot in the middle. It's consciousness inverted because the red dot represents the inverted pentagram. In this sense, in this case, because the red dot is synonymous with conscious artificial intelligence. From the Terminator to Hal to Knight Rider to the Super Bowl with Maroon 5, with the red lights all over the place and the heavy, heavy emphasis on machines and fallen entities from heaven to earth that then rise up out of hell. Remember Travis Scott at that performance? The red dot. It illuminates... It's active, it's conscious, it's aware, it's analyzing, it's recording, cataloging, categorizing, 
and it knows the patterns of behavior. So it might be Netflix that recommends what you should watch next, but it tracks and traces your behavior, knowing what you're going to do before you're going to do it. These are simulations. These are things that have been run by the by the Pentagon and ARPA or DARPA as we know it now, by the founders of social science and the Internet, people like J.C.R. Licklitter and Ithiel de Solapul, people that advance the field of, of, of mind-computer symbiosis, as Licklitter wrote, the guy that came up with the concept for the Internet, or uh, Ithiel de Solapul, who was the first social scientist to use computers to create models for analyzing human behavior. He did that for the Advanced Research Projects Agency, formerly known as ARPA, now as DARPA, the defense. See, it's defense. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency that teams up with MIT and major universities, Boston Dynamics, to build robots that are, to say the very least, terrifying. And they're not going to be used to help people in the event of an earthquake. They're going to be used and infused with a sentient artificial consciousness. That's what all of the Internet of Things, the tentacles, the grid, that's what it's all about. Satellites, phones, towers, the grid, like Tron, the grid, a digital frontier, all of it is about full-spectrum dominance. And the pollution, I'm not talking about climate change, I'm talking about pollution the electromagnetic pollution, the radiation, everything from atomic weapons tests to other forms of secretive black operations that we'll never know about to cellular towers from the original to 5G to what's coming next, creating a toxic environment where Organic life suffers, but synthetic life either thrives because it feeds off of the radiation, like some bacteria do, or because it is energized by that radiation, or, as in the Matrix, the machines were energized by the sun. So humans engineered the planet and blocked out the sun. So the machines turned to liquefying humans to run their programs, to run their devices. Kind of like War of the Worlds, when the humans were put in these cages and then they, the blood was sprayed out over the, the landscape. Really kind of disturbing. The one world hive-minded home, the artificial intelligence, the inversion of infinite awareness, all of this is something that we can extract from the logo. World Health Organization, Global Citizen, Lady Gaga. Now, when you look at Lady Gaga, Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, all these famous celebrities, musicians, Amy Poehler, David Beckham, all these people, the ones that particularly were part of this One World at Home Together concert sponsored by the WHO, the World Health Organization, and Bill Gates, who funds it because the U.S. pulled funding. You look at what the theme and the, and the, the, the music of these people, and you just think, why are, they, why are they all synced up? And for the most part, with the most popular music, they're all saying the same thing. I mean, you can read, like, what the song is about, 
But that's not what it's really about when you listen to the lyrics. But it has a double or a triple or quadru. It has multiple meanings to it. And so if you listened, for example, there's a, a new song out. came out this week by Billie Eilish, who's one of the performers with Phineas, her brother, Phineas and Ferb or something. Uh, one of the performers for this global one world hive mind at home is what I call it, the hive mind at home. And I mean, this, I know this girl puts on a persona, but I mean, I think she's really messed up in the head, neurological conditions, Tourette's, all kinds of stuff, just like Greta Thunberg, because see, you don't trust scientists who are paid and who are corrupted, right? You don't trust politicians and you don't trust the NRA. So what they do is they get Greta Thunberg to be the scientist. They get David Hogg to be the politician. You don't trust the scientists in the medical industry, so they get Lady Gaga, the monster. They get Billie Eilish. They get Taylor Swift for you to be the spokesperson for the World Health Organization. See how it works? Because you're scared. You know that something's wrong. But these celebrities, if you haven't realized it yet, they're there to entertain you. They're there because they care. But in order to express how much they care, they have to read a script given to them and approved by the who and probably, you know, whatever PR firm, if, if the who doesn't have one in-house. Like, it's just the nature of how you craft and create propaganda to spin information. You don't have to have a PR firm to do it. And people might say, well, it's all scripted by Bill Gates. It's like, well, he funds it. That doesn't mean like he wrote what Lady Gaga said. But point is, this whole thing is, is just, it's fraudulent. It's fake. So Billie Eilish comes out with a new song. It's supposed to be, it's, it's supposed to be about some game, a puzzle game. I, I've never even heard of this puzzle game. It's called Elo Milo. Spelled I-L-O-M-I-L-O, Elo Milo. But if you listen to the song that just came out, it doesn't really sound like it's about a board game. kind of sounds like it could be about the terrors of the music industry, the loss of friends who have been, and that occurs time and time again in her music at least, who have maybe been sacrificed. This comes out right after the global hive mind get-together of all of these elite, popular, famous celebrities. I'll play you a little bit of this new Billie Eilish song here. The lyrics. Told you not to worry. Don't worry. But maybe that's a lie. You should worry. Honey, what's a hurry? Stay inside. You're in quarantine. Won't you stay inside? Don't get too close to the stars. They'll die. Not to get too close to stars. They're never gonna give you love like ours. Where did you go? I should know, but it's cold and yeah. I don't wanna. Lady Gaga is not gonna give you the love. Where did you go? I should know. But it's cold. Go back and listen to that again. Where did you go? I should know. But it's cold. 
I can't lose another life. I can't lose another life. The world's a little blurry. I'm worried. Or maybe it's my eyes. The friends I've had to bury. The friends I've had to bury. They keep me up at night. Said I couldn't love someone because I might break. Now, I don't know about you, but, and I never played this board game, but this doesn't sound at all like it's about a board game, does it? It kind of sounds like it has multiple levels of meaning, like most of this music does. It's about love and relationships and the industry. My first impression listening to this was that she was singing about, you know, one of her friends like Triple X Tatation, who the idea is that he was sacrificed or that any of these celebrities that become ultra famous have to sacrifice someone close. And that sacrifice could be you know, politically motivated, like, um, you know, someone like Dwayne Wade's son or Magic Johnson's son, you know, turning them trans or whatever, Will Smith's son as well. Or it could be physical. It could be an actual murder, you know. So if that's not weird enough. I mean, her music is very disturbing the way that it is. We don't have any time to go into the details of that, but I wanted to play you one last thing. If, if it couldn't get weirder, if it couldn't get weirder, well, <sighs> this thing's been circulating. I don't know if you ever heard this presentation. It's been circulating for a while. The Lady Gaga Joe Biden sexual assault PSA. Oh my God. Have you listened to this? Take a listen. I am a sexual assault survivor. Lady Gaga and Joe Biden have teamed up in a new public service announcement for the It's On Us campaign. I know the effects, the aftermath, the trauma. And she's sitting there with Joe Biden, who is a serial groper and a serial assaulter of not just women, but of little kids. And that's what these people do. They are the monsters, and then they pose as the saviors. Lady Gaga, who's been abused, and I bet she has been, that's part of the job. I mean, I've seen Lady Gaga's ass and tits probably 30, 40, 50 times, you know, from music videos to, you know, the movies that she's been in, TV shows. So you talk about protecting women and sexual assault and then you go and you do those kinds of those kinds of uh performances let's say and then you sit there with Joe Biden who grabs little boys by their penis and tells little girls that he has boners it's all audio recorded visuals there's videos of it he's he's in he's in uh he's not it's not like he's hanging out on the street somewhere i mean he's in like governmental settings doing this campaigns just you know than the other ones where it's not a, it's not like sexual assault he like grabs some woman and pulls her over this guy's got more than dementia i mean this guy's a monster and he's going to be the one that does the sexual assault psa because that's how stupid these people apparently think you and i are 
but we're not stupid. We're aware. We know the ruse. We know the game. We know the one world together, although it sounds great. It sounds positive coming together. It's not that great because it's a hive mind. It's the abandonment of sovereign, individual, free will, and free thought. It's the abandonment of eternal spiritual life for temporary, though perceived eternal, material life. It's the injecting of consciousness into a digital, hellish environment where artificial intelligence is the devil. The mark of the beast is not participating, and the apocalypse is the revelation that this is all reality. The three-dimensional world with four elements, the fifth point of consciousness, the inversion of which, consciousness and free will, is unconscious collectivized will dominated not by IA and infinite awareness, but by AI and artificial intelligence. And that's what's in the logo of the One World Together at Home Global Citizen World Health Organization concert slash presentation. And that red dot in the middle of the Pentagon, the home, is your AI. As we've seen from Knight Rider to Hal to the Terminator. And the apocalypse is the unveiling. It's the ripping off of the flesh of the monster, of the beast, putting on the glasses, if you will. The revelation of the method. And the face gets torn in the Terminator, and then you see the red eye light up. And you know that it's coming after you. And this red eye, this red laser dot is put right on the forehead of every human being. Part of the one world together, hive mind collective at home. Stay home, stay sheltered, stay safe and warm. Stay under lockdown and quarantine while we reshape the fundamental foundation of what life means by implementing an artificially controlled, artificial DNA, RNA, artificial construct, a simulation built within the physical world, influenced by external, other-dimensional forces that promise those that build it that they will have everlasting life, that they will have the power of God. But it's not the power of God. It's the power of the artificial intelligence. It's the power of the other world, the upside down, where things move in reverse. The other world, the other realm, the upside down, populated by monsters like Lady Gaga, populated by demons, demons, but not divine beings. They are beings that come up from below, beings 
that do not rise forth from consciousness from the four points of the pentagram, but sink into the four points. Energetic patterns and dark forces that we can see only when the artificial flesh of the Terminator is removed, only when the screen goes black. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. $35, if you donate it, gets you a one-year subscription with unlimited downloads and streams of every show, and it gets you a physical copy of one of my books, free shipping in the United States. You can also buy the book separately or get the digital copies. It supports you, the network, the Fringe FM, and The Secret Teachings. Check it out at www.thesecretteachings.info. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Where your true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes black. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. But no matter how far we stray... We always come back. Here. Here. The magnifying glass through which we observe the human condition, where happiness is an illusion. Here. Where the past, present, and future all co coexist on the same timeline. A reminder that the future is not some distant glimmer, but a bright light shining in your eyes. This is the future we are in right now. Where our phones are the first things that we touch when we wake up, the last thing we touch before falling asleep. Radiant, seductive screens we so lovingly, endlessly gaze upon. Much like you're doing right now. Welcome to a future where our true re reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. <laughs>